Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. As we approach the near end of the season, the guys get ready once again for another round fix. However, this time, it is just the two classic duo going about their things this week. So, please sit back and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen, we are back. It is a week later, another Thursday episode. No Christian tonight. He's enjoying a holiday party at his office, so we wish him well. We've got maybe the worst Thursday night game we've had all year. We've got an Easton Stick Aiden O'Connell battle uh, after Jay Herbo went out for the year last week with the finger. The Chargers are very dead anyway. Uh, so how are you doing, Jalen, as we watch this terrible game get started? Um, unlike the Chargers, in your opinion on this game, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good, you know, uh, not about the game or just how it's going to be played. I just, you know, just relatively in general, you know, we got the Wolves, Wolves doing pretty good. My, uh, my Vikings still alive, still haven't been talked about as much this week. Everyone's been talking about the literal seven seed spot, but not the six. Everyone wants to talk about everyone else, but that Vikings team sitting at the six seed. So Maybe it's a sign of respect. Maybe it's not. We'll find out. I don't know. Here, right, here right off the bat, actually, it looks like, according to the fan, according uh-huh. to the schedule. Oh, yeah. So, Into yeah, we're going to – It's. I'm feeling pretty good, you know. I think it's going to be that, a good uh, – That 3-0 win last week. The 3-0 oh. win with your guy. Oh, your guy got the, got the hammer. Your guy yeah, – I got a, had a whole week to almost forget about that, and you had to remind me. Well, um, won. hey – 3-0 wins better than a 3-0 loss. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, <laughs> I, I just remember the win part of that game. That's about it. That's all that mattered. Um, that's what I'm saying. The Vikings are just in a good spot right now. Hopefully, um, the Raiders put up some points here, so that way they show how good our defense is. But <laughs> um, <laughs> besides that, I'm watching this game, and, oh, man, there's plays being made left and right. Let's just say that, folks. It's going to be a fun – maybe this will be a fun one, right, Colby? I hope so. We won't have to pay as close attention to it as last week when the Steelers were on, at least, and they had their debacle. Um, they're just a disaster, but we'll get to them pretty quickly as well. Um, all right, you, you ready for the recap before we get into these games? Yeah, how's that recap looking? I know it's uh, not too great on my end, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so quickly – the do list uh, did not hit. I think it may have been 0 for 3, uh, actually. I, I don't know that for sure, but I know didn't hit. So Christian's got a do list for us. We'll hope that bounce backs. Squad picks, we did not do amazing. We were 3-3-1 three, three, and one with a push. Uh, the Vikings game was a push. Um, and our picks overall. So, Jalen, you had a rough week, man. You, you were at – for a little while there it was looking like three and oh and then it wound up going being one and two um the dolphins blowing that game to the titans i warned you guys i didn't think the titans would win outright but i thought they would cover the 13 and a half they just won outright um you nailed the giants pick props to you for that uh and then the ravens won by six and they were you had them as seven and a half point favorites so one and two week for you Christian had another solid week. He was two and one. The Packers burned him again. So I'm sure he was furious about that, but he did hit the Cowboys and Niners picks. And I was two Oh and one with my fourth push of the year. Thanks to your Vikings and the Browns and bucks hit as well. So on the year 
Uh, I believe Christian is still in first. You are in last still at 18, 22, and 1. I'm in second at 24, 14, and 4. I've had four pushes this year. And Christian is 26 and 16. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to work out that winning percentage. Um, but Christian, I'm going to say he's in first for now. So not the worst week, but we can do even better this week. And there won't be. That was, uh, I was about to say, we cut you kind of, as you were going through glossing over, there was a key victory there that you said in mind. And I, I'm just wanting to tell the people that one key victory that I was ridiculed for and everyone was judging so harshly on those Tommy DeVito Giants, baby. They yeah, caught right. me through. They, they came through. They came through when it mattered most. That was the game I automatically turned on because when I first turned on the games after work, I got to see that the Titans versus the Jags had a lot more time left in it. So I was like, I got plenty of time to watch that. Boy, did I go in there and see another uh, debacle that fell apart. Titans, Jag. I mean, Titans, Spen, sorry. Not Jags. Same team that disappointed me at the same level, honestly. Both of them disappoint me at the same level. Um, can't wait to talk about them. But, uh, yeah, we're a little down. But I wanted to also say uh, Christian got two out of one. Josh Dobbs really is the guy that Christian probably is going to be saying needs to officially be on the dues list. It was because Bijan made it in, Josh Allen hit it, but it was Josh Dobbs that didn't. So he went two and one. Just wanted to clear that up. It was a brutal, brutal one because I was right there watching the game with him. And when I saw Josh Dobbs get pulled, <laughs> it was a bittersweet moment, I guess you can say, because yes, the game was so god awful that we needed to change. <laughs> at the same time, I was so desperately hoping that this would cash in because originally it was at 1700, but I placed it in the morning and it was at 2000. So I, I, I was in very high hopes that Josh Dobbs would figure it out. He didn't. But guess what? Nick Mullins did, which is the perfect segue <laughs> yeah. into our first game, Colby. Vikings, Bengals, two Vikings quarterbacks going at it at each other. This is going to be a good one, Colby. Yeah, it actually should be. They're both uh both very alive for the playoffs. The Vikings obviously in the picture, Ray Bengals right there with all the other seven and six teams. And they're both seven and six. This Saturday slate, so these first three games are on Saturday. It's probably the greatest Saturday slate of all time. There's all six winning teams. Uh, although they're not the prettiest, but they're still winning teams uh in these three Saturday games here. So as you mentioned, your Vikings get it started against the Jake Browning Bengals. Uh, Vikings are three-point underdogs on the road to Cincinnati, which I guess makes sense after the showing last week. And Jake Browning, shout-out to him. He's been cooking these last two games. Um, you want to go first or you want me to go? I mean, you're already on a roll. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this is a tough one for me. Um, Nick Mullins, Jake Browning, oh, there's so many backups playing just everywhere. It's just backups galore. Uh, this year has been a bunch of QB injuries. I trust you. I'm sorry. I don't mean to rain on your parade for your guy, but I trust Jake Browning. I think he's better than Nick Mullins uh, from what I've seen these last two weeks. Um, so I'm going to take the Bengals hesitantly minus the three. I almost want to take the Vikings just to catch the three points, but I can't say I have a ton of faith in your guy, Nick Mullins, being able to do too much on offense. Well, that's that's you and your faith in Nick Mullins. Right when they when I saw that man hit the field, 
I knew we were going to win this football game. Okay. I knew that it was a different type of play. This is just a different type of quarterback. Both of them are Josh Dobbs and Nick Mullins and Jared Hall for that matter. Um, I think that when it comes to Nick Mullins, the only thing they're going to be asking him to do is to be a slightly discounted version of Kirk Cousins and be a pocket, more of a pocket presence guy. Hopefully take care of the receivers better. Um, Because, yeah, getting Justin Jefferson dinged up on two catches was not great. Um, Yeah, so I think this offense will be hopefully back back in action because the key thing here is Josh Dobbs, he only had, what, a few weeks? Nick Mullins has been under Kevin O'Connell's guidance since Kevin O'Connell's been there. Um, but I really do think this is going to be a good one just because the Vikings defense has been so strong and everything throughout the season. And that's the reason why we held the Raiders to zero as they put up a points against the Chargers. So I guess the Vikings defense, you know, is uh, might be as good, a little bit better than advertised, you know? That's been good this year. Yeah, Brian Flores done a great job. So, yeah, I, I really do think this is going to be a good one. Jake Browning's going to have himself a challenge. It's not going to be as easy. But um, I'm obviously taking my Vikings on this. I think it's going to be a good one. That's very fair. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, this is that's a weird game. These are, these are a lot of weird games, but pretty good. Okay, from your team to my team, Steelers-Colts. The Steelers coming off just a disastrous two-week stretch. Uh, losing to the awful Cardinals and Patriots. Um, just back-to-back Tomlin specials, just an abomination in every sense of the word. Um, they've gone from safely going to be in the playoffs to easily might not make it um, after just losing to two horrible teams. They have no offense. They're a mess all over the place. It, going to Indy, the Colts are one and a half point favorites. Both these teams seven and six. Massive, massive game for the because they're in that seven and six clump of the AFC of all these teams fighting for the wild card spots. You can go first. You can pick first. I have a feeling I already know how the picks are going to go here, but hmm. yeah, on this one it's a true, true and through a uh, heartbreaking decision for me. I mean, I got to choose between Mitch Trubisky and. Uh... My boy Gardner Minshew. There's a reason why Vegas has the Colts' favorite, Colby. I mean, the Gardner Minshew offense is just so dynamic. And the Steelers' defense is a little banged up. They did get T.J. Watt coming back. But, yeah, this may be a close spread, but I think the Colts will definitely cover this one if they're favored at Indy. This is, though, also a do-or-die game, I feel like, for the Colts here. Because this is also a big one, am I right? For the AFC, like everyone, this is one of those. Yeah, both, both everyone's teams. mixed in for it. Yeah, oh yeah, they're this is a huge game for the wild cards. Yeah, so not to mention the Colts are trying to make a threat, make a threat with uh with the Jags. So it's a tough one, Colby. But I'm going to actually take the Colts here on this spot. I'm going to. I think the Steelers are going to be in trouble. I mean, that's very fair considering how the Steelers have looked uh, these last two games. But Tomlin is technically an underdog. It's only a point and a half. We know he loves being an underdog, and he's a disaster as a favorite. Um, I mean, the Steelers have let me down so much, and Mitch is so bad. I honestly wish Mason Rudolph was playing. Um, Mitch is just awful. But I love the Steelers here. This has to be the week. This has got to be the bounce back. You can't lose this one. You're free falling right now. And also, 
Tomlin, as I've said, I think I've said before on the show, I think I said this last year before they played, he owns the Colts. The Steelers have not lost to the Colts since the end of the Bush administration. The last time that the Colts beat the Steelers was November of 2008. Now, they don't play every year, but still, the Steelers have won. Let me double-check my math here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a row against the Colts. Um, they got to have this one. I think the def- this is going to be a gross defensive game, just how Tomlin likes it. There's pressure. There's vo- talk of ch- a lot of chatter of uh, – Will Mike Tomlin, could he be traded at the end of the year? Could the Steelers, would the Steelers actually move on from him? Which I'm starting to get more back towards that boat with how they've looked as of late. Um, This is a huge game for the Steelers. I think they got to get it. And they've had so much success against the Colts. So give me the Steelers here. Got to have it. Wow. Uh, Color me surprised. No. Uh, (laughs) uh, Honestly, Brought up some great points there, especially about Tomlin being an underdog. Only thing I would warn you, though, is this is Shane Steichen. This is a different Colts team, Colby. It's new era. Steichen's been terrific. They've been very impressive this year. I I think the Steelers can still get them. But, yeah, the Colts have been very impressive this year. I was dead wrong about them. I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I just managed to get by. Like, you look at that roster, and it's nothing that surprises you. But when – (laughs) <laughs> you see their win-loss records. It's impressive. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they stole one from the Raiders. I mean, not Raiders, Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Both these teams beat the Ravens. It's two of the Ravens' three losses right here. Steelers and the Colts. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to be a little bit more more of a close one than you think. And I think uh, I think for you to say that he's going to like it scrappy. It's where Gardner Minshew factor comes in, man. Do you mm-hmm. trust Gardner Minshew or Mitch Trubisky? In that, in that, in that moment, in that moment, that that's Tom I mean, yeah. still loves. Minshew's who, who's going to come through? That's true. Yeah, what? Who would have thought Minshew, Mitch, with playoff implications late in the year? I think, uh, I think I had that one on the board. I'm what? just kidding. There's just, I mean, we've still got so many more backups to get to, but that's that was four backups right there. Minshew doesn't even feel like a backup because he's been in there the whole year and he's actually good, but, um. Everyone else, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of backups out there. All right, and then the last Saturday game, Saturday night, another very good game. Broncos at Lions, the reeling Lions coming off. They got embarrassed by Chicago last week. Shout out to you and Christian had that one. I thought they would get the win. They're still four and a half point favorites at home against um, Denver coming off. Denver coming off their big win over the Chargers where they finished, finished the Chargers, ended their season. And ended Herbert's season. Um, that's a weird number for me, man. I I kind of like Detroit to win, but I would take the four and a half with Denver, especially with how Detroit's been playing and their defense. And Denver, as you've said, has been kind of cooking. Uh, other than that Houston game, they've been on a roll the last several weeks. So I don't know. I think it's a close game. Detroit, I think, maybe still wins, but I would take the four and a half here with the Broncos. Well, well, well. Uh, here we are again. Me choosing between two two very gross teams, Sean Payton's Broncos. They're gross. Some of these other teams. I mean, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong, but just based on my bias, of course, this. Oh is, well, that's. Bad. I mean, if you if you were to look at the records and the game itself, it's a really good one. But to me personally, ugh, can't I can't stand it. Um. So yeah, 
I'm going with the Lions. I think this is a they have this has to be a bounce back game. I mean, we've said that what last week when they were playing the Bears, even though I picked the Bears, they we were they were favored last week. And uh let's see, week 13. Wasn't that the Thanksgiving game, right? No, it was the week after. The week after, they did beat the Saints to the pulp. So this could be a get right game. Back, you know, they might go back up and down the roller coaster, but Four and a half ain't too bad. I mean, the Broncos, Colby, you said it yourself. Kinda cooking. He is kinda cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's more. So, <laughs> it's, it's been a little. It's been getting a little loose lately. It's been getting a little loose lately with the ball. So maybe that's enough for what the Lions need to get right. Because I'm not going to give the Lions any inches until they play the Vikings. Uh, I can't. I can't risk that. They are a good football team, Colby. Good football team. All right, there you go. They are a good football team. Let's hope to see uh see if Detroit can get get turned around in time for the playoffs. Uh it's gonna be very interesting playoffs all around this year. Can't wait to see who gets these spots. Um okay, on to the Sunday slate. We start with actually a sneaky, pretty good game. One of the maybe the most entertaining game uh of the whole Sunday. Well, probably not. To most people, but I think one of the best games of the of the definitely the best one o'clock game, I would say. And two of the most exciting electric quarterbacks in the NFC. Baker Mayfield versus Jordan Love. Bucks and Green Bay. Packers three and a half point favorites. The Bucks leading their division. The Packers, even though they lost, I'm pretty sure still have the last wild card spot at the moment because the Rams and Seattle also lost. Um so again, another game with big playoff implications. Um, these two teams are actually can be very fun offensively. They kind of are hit and miss, but they have their moments, both of them, with their and two quarterbacks that I like a lot. Um I mean, I love the Packers here to get the bounce back. It's gonna be cold. The Bucs are not gonna be ready for all that. The Bucs coming off that big win over Atlanta. Green Bay just got embarrassed by the Giants in the game losing that game to the Giants. Um they're you're a young team. They're up and down. I expect a big bounce back game from Jordan Love and their weapons. I'll take the Packers minus the three and a half. Oh, Colby, 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 Colby. This is this is where the kids are separated from the men. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. There's rookies and there's vets. The Bucks team is full of vets. <laughs> I mean, I think this is the moment where they showed that in the Falcons game. They pushed through, got the win when it mattered. I feel like they're going to do exactly what they did last season without even Tom Brady. They're going to do it with Baker Mayfield <laughs> and make a solid playoff run going through the NFC South. And they're going to win these games where they don't need them. Like this Packers game right here. They're going to win this one. It's going to be a close one. And I love that they're underdogs because they're giving me points. I mean, that's prime <laughs> time for an upset for Baker Mayfield. And to continue this run, solidify the NFC South spot. So that way we can just stop talking about the debate and just start eliminating teams and get that division out the way. Let's start, let's start to see a winner. We got to start to see one here, you know, (laughs) and this is where Baker can finally show us that, you know, we got veteran rod receivers. You got veteran, you got Kate Otten finally getting his groove on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going with the bucks here. It's going to be a fun one. I agree with that. Yeah. I think this is one of the better games of the weekend. Um, and as you mentioned, all the Saints, Bucks, Falcons, all six and seven, but the Bucks have a 
I believe they split with the Falcons, but they just beat them last week and they beat the Saints once. So they'll have to play them one more time. Speaking of the Saints, they are taking on America's quarterback, Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants. The Tommy DeVito wave, everyone loves him. It's it's hilarious. His agent, I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. And like you said, he's coming off his best game. He's had a nice couple-week stretch here. Brian Dable uh, is coaching him up. Terrific uh, performance by Dable as the season has gone along, considering how the Giants looked at the beginning of the year to now be 5-8. and eight. This is a weird one, man. The Saints are six-point favorites here. That just feels like too many points to me. So I think the Saints maybe win. Um, Derek Carr has not been good this year. Um, I I really don't know what to make of the Saints, man. They're a weird team. They have talent, but they also have Dennis Allen as their coach. Um, so, so I'll take Tommy Boy. He's cooking. America's quarterback. I'll take the six points with the Giants. Why not? Oh, man, that, that this is going to be our first squad wide here because, yeah, I'm taking the Giants as well. Um, easily taking the Giants. I mean, this is a big spread, like you said. Um, no debate on that one. But also the fact that Derek Carr not playing well. Mink, Wink gave Jordan Love, who's playing better than Derek Carr, I would say. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, the Giants defense gave the Packers one a run for their money. And the Saints offense is almost just as young. But they got an old guy that's struggling, a veteran that's struggling. So give me the Giants defense. They're going to keep on rallying through. Don't get me wrong. I feel like this is going to be a gross game because I feel like the Saints defense is also not going to make this easy for Tommy. It's probably going to be one of his harder games (laughs) again. So it's going to look a lot like uh, the Raiders. But also, you never know. You know, maybe he is cooking it up. You've seen the stat lines, and if, if you haven't, He's looking much better than Daniel Jones, for those of you who are who don't know. I mean, his numbers are day and night. You know, you can definitely see the difference. So Ladies maybe there, but yeah, that's true. He has been he's been great. He's been very good. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe Dable's finally got him to cook. He's got himself somebody that, you know, people can rally behind in the locker room as well. So we'll see what goes on goes down, but I'm sticking with you. I'm going to take Tommy DeVito's New York Giants. All right, there you go. You're on the on the Giants with me as well. All right, and if you thought that was gross, this is even worse. Let's just get the whole NFC South out of the way. Falcons at Panthers. Carolina, uh, the Falcons are three-point favorites at Carolina. Carolina, legitimately one of the worst teams, I think, that we've ever seen in our time watching the NFL. Not the worst, but they're down there. I mean, they are bad. They are really, really bad. The over-under in this game is 34. Ooh, yeah, it is. That's a good night. Uh, I almost want to take the Panthers here, just catching the three, just because Atlanta is – even though Ritter was actually – even though they lost, Ritter was pretty good last week. That was one of his better games. Um I just can't pick the Panthers, though, so I'll take the Falcons begrudgingly. Every Falcons game, though, is so weird. This Falcons team is the most Falcony Falcons that have ever falconed. They're, I mean, every game is close, mostly, for some reason. And some weird stuff is just going to happen when the Falcons are playing. You just, it's unpredictable. You never really know how it's going to go. I would advise everyone to not bet very much money on any Falcons game. I'm sure most people know that if you follow the NFL. <laughs> 
Um, so I'll, I'll take the Falcons here, even though I'm tempted to take Carolina. That just tells you how weird of a team Atlanta is. And I feel bad for Bryce Young, man. I, I, I don't never believed in him too much, but like, it's not his, it's not all his fault. I mean, he has, he's working with nothing out there. Look, uh, I'll, I'll take the Panthers just because of your whole speech about how you can't <laughs> trust the Falcons. Um, I completely agree with that. Panthers are trying to figure out something, man. They're literally starting with lawn chairs and scrapes and bones. The only no thing they to lose. <laughs> yeah, they got nothing to lose. The only thing they know that they have is that, I mean, if they want to run it with Bryce Young next year, um, they kind of have to because they traded their first round pick. So <laughs> they kind of have to. But anyways, um, I think uh, they're going to be in a t- it's a tough spot. They're, they're trying to figure things out. But these last couple of weeks, things have been I mean, I feel like the points, at least putting on the board has been a little bit better. Let me see. I want to let me fact check that one because I don't want to put any, you know, viable my name next to any Panthers take really not after what I get, not after what I've done at the beginning the of the defense anyone's ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Not, I had very high expectations for uh, Evero's defense and I was complete. I was very wrong. So let me just, uh, you know, let me give me, give me one quick backtrack real quick here, folks. Just make sure. Um, Yeah. They, they allowed 28 points to the saints. That's it it's not great. No, but they put up eighteen and ten and ten and then yeah, it's not. They, they rarely get to twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking fun. I want to see what their last matchup was against the Falcons. Maybe they'll one reassure the... me. No. no, it was week one. They faced each other week one, so everything that you knew about that matchup means almost absolutely nothing. That means that. So yeah, give me, give me the Panthers and just a fun toss up at this rate. Give me the, I got. Yeah, I mean, Panthers, one of the few teams with a worse offense than Pittsburgh. Okay, the other South. Weird line. Well, this line tells me, I guess, they maybe don't think C.J. Stroud is going to play. Texans at Titans. Titans are three-point favorites over Houston. Stroud, obviously, he got knocked out of that Jets game with a concussion. Um, So, I don't know. I don't think he's been, they've said officially if he's going to play or not. The fact that the Titans, well, they also lost Tank Dell the week before. The Texans have been just so banged up. It's made what D'Amico's done very impressive. I mean, if Stroud doesn't play, this, this could going to be tough. So just because of the uncertainty with CJ playing, I'm going to take, and the fact that it's kind of a fishy line, and I've, they've been getting me with the fishy lines, I'll take my guy Will Levis and the Titans here. Who Will Levis, man, I got to tell you, I think he's going to be good. I, I like Will Levis. I think he's I mean, he was impressive at the end down the stretch of that Dolphins upset on Monday night. The Titans are obviously still bad, um, but they're kind of in a rebuild. And I think Will Levis is pretty good. So if if I knew that CJ Stroud was going to be 100 percent healthy, the line would probably be different. AOC is cooking right now, by the way. Um, I know he's on my fantasy football team for another week. <laughs> he's cooking. Um, but because of that uncertainty with Stroud and Houston being so banged up, I'll take Tennessee here minus the three. Yeah, I, see, when it comes to this one, I am not really too concerned about quarterback play because I'm trusting in the man, the myth, the broken bandwagon, Davis Mills. Well, 
it, it might be Stroud. I don't like I said, I don't think they've said one way or another. So Stroud could be out there. But yeah, Davis Mills did get some some run in that Jets game. R.I.P. Yeah. So let's see how let's see how it goes and everything. Um plus three points means the Texans are probably gonna find a way to keep this close. But honestly, Colby, I'm gonna stick with you. My side, my vaccine was just telling me to go Titans here. I mean, I can't be making too many ridiculous picks here, in my opinion. Panthers was one enough. I love Davis Mills. It would be a great, great surprise if they beat him. But um, right now, I just want to make sure I keep my reputation strong. And I truly believe that the Titans got something with Will Levis. Yes, I agree with you. I mean, that first play, they were down, what, 14? First play back, 40-yard dart to uh, – D-hop right off the bat to send a message and then they score a touchdown in two or three plays later. It was a, it's pretty, he's a pretty electrifying guy. It looks like he's going to, especially on prime time. So give me the Titans. I'll join that. All right. The Will Levis, Mike Vrabel show. Rolling. They might be interesting for, they have an interesting off season ahead. All right. I was about to say, maybe Vrabel stays. The, uh, <laughs> He's gonna stay. You got. Yeah, I was about to say maybe. I was about to say maybe okay. you might. Uh, you might. Maybe I might have uh, swayed a little bit off that island of, over there. Where? Well, I hope where, so. Because where he may be walking over to a New England job, he might be. He might have his guy already. He might not have to even worry about it. I was just saying, why would he want to go to New England? Tennessee is say we want. They're in a much better spot than New England. They have a much better quarterback and more talent. Atlanta, uh, I think he's good, man. He's he can sling it. He has he he's been pretty pretty good um for Roki. Okay. On to classic Dolphins big spread game. Jets at Miami. Miami coming off the embarrassing loss, the game that they blew. <laughs> they were looking like they were gonna cover with like four minutes left and they wound up losing outright. Wild. Um Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites over the Jets. Coming off Zach Wilson's probably best game ever. I mean, he was slinging it around against uh, Houston, 300 yards, a couple touchdowns. He was excellent, um, even though he didn't even want to be playing. And he just said, screw it. I'll just sling that thing around, and he did it. Um, Miami's going to win this game, though. Come on. What are we doing? Oh, Colby, uh, no. No, Colby. They're They're going to bounce back. And the rest of their games are kind of tough after this. They're still going to play Buffalo and Dallas um, after this. And I think they play Baltimore, too. If I remember correctly, I don't know about 100% on that, but pretty sure they play the, that's their last three games. So they got to they got to get this one. Um, so I'll take Miami minus the nine and a half. This is their last, this is the last time that they're going to get to play one of these easy little cupcake games where they get to use their flashy offense and score a bunch of points. <laughs> they got to, they got to leave it all out there. I don't think it's going to be as cupcakey as you think, Colby. I really don't. Uh-huh. I think these Jets are going to give them a problem. They're staying feisty. They're getting closer. They just got to stay alive. Yes, they are one game back behind all that six and yeah, what is it? Six and seven mess and all that. Two games back. Seven and six. So it's seven two. and six. Sorry. So yeah, they're two games back, but they just got to stay fighting, stay frisky, and this would send a message. They're still, still fighting. They're still alive. Most importantly, hang on. I'm trying to figure out. I'm checking the jet schedule on this one. Um. Let's see. Last time they met, the Jets got them 34-13. They lost to the Dolphins. That was at home. I feel like this is going to be a better Jets team. 
where they know their purpose, they know their goal. And if they can come out with a victory here and do the same thing the Titans did with a Zach Wilson balling out like he did, it's going to be interesting, especially with a questionable Tyreek Hill. We, we haven't seen this offense look uh, desperate like that this season without that. I mean, right when there was no Tyreek, they looked kind of desperate, everyone said. Yeah, saying. you're right. So, this could be a, you know, a silencing game as well. But personally, I think this is a big one for the Jets. If they can win this, they're still alive. So I'm taking the Jets. Just also to cover the big spread, too, at the end of the day. All right, that's fair. Plus nine and a half. Zach Wilson, last couple uh, last couple shows. See what he can do. Um, all right, we got four minutes. We'll do one more game before we start the next meeting. Interesting game, actually, with how these teams are playing. Bears-Browns. Physical, uh, very physical, old school kind of game. Although the Browns, the Bears don't play a very good defense. But there, Bears have been a lot better lately, coming off that big win over Detroit. And obviously the Browns, the Flacco renaissance in full effect um, after he just carved up the Jags, turned back the clock like it was 2012 out there. Um, so props to Flacco. He looks like the best quarterback Cleveland's had all year. The Browns are only two and a half point favorites, which maybe that's Vegas telling you they don't think this Flacco thing is super sustainable. Um, Fields has been a lot better. The Bears has been a lot better. Fields is at least making them int- an intriguing spot as far as their quarterback decision at the end of the year. I would still draft Caleb Williams, obviously, with that Panthers pick. But if he keeps winning, it can be a tough, tough decision. Um, give me the Browns, though. I mean, Flacco's rolling. Uh, they have a, still have an excellent defense, the best in the league probably. Um, you know that's kind of high of a high scoring game that Jaguars game. Um, and Trevor threw him three picks. Uh well, I'll, t- I'll still take the Browns and Flacco here to keep it rolling. Um, so is this uh, before we continue? I'm th- I'm pretty sure this is Brandon Staley's last game. I mean, it's got twenty one zero. Got Although maybe at this point they might just be like. F it, like just give him till the end of the year and fire him. But yeah, he he's done. He's Aiden O'Connell is eviscerating them right now. He's picking them apart. Daryl Everett looks like he's trying to rip a person apart. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, shout out Justin Fields doing great lately. It's been pretty good football, uh, for the Bears. Been on a run. They played a lot of com- good division games. Um, so this is gonna be a good out of conference test for them. I'm going to be sitting right there, though, with a Flacco renaissance. I can't talk myself into Justin Fields winning more games than four in a row. I mean, for God's sakes, this is a miracle in many occasions. Most people would say, I mean, they got what? Yeah, this is three in a row. So, yeah, for goodness, that they at least have good games. Three good games in a row. It's three good games in a row. Shouldn't have won that Lions game. They should have won that Lions Yeah, that's true. They should have swept the Lions. Yeah, that's great. They could have easily swept the Lions. So yeah, um, I would I would love to get the Bears their flowers here real quick before I go ahead and choose the Browns because <laughs> it is a Flacco Renaissance. The Browns defense is a top five defense, and when you got that's all Flacco really needed when he was in the playoffs. He just needed a very sound of defense, Colby. These ankle biting Browns, they might be uh, they might be taking the Steelers out. For a walk. They're already above the Steelers in the standing. They're not bite they're in second place. They're not biting ankles anymore. So yeah. They, 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 hey, my my ankle biting rounds. I'm so proud. 
They're going to get a wild card spot, um, especially if Joe Flacco is under control. Vegas only saying two and a half doesn't scare me. I, I think this is going to be more than that. So give me the Browns. All right, both on the Browns. All right, last one o'clock game, Chiefs at the Patriots. The Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites in New England against Bailey Zappi and the Pats, who are on extra rest after beating the Steelers on Thursday somehow last week. Um, Even with all that, the Chiefs are on a two-game losing streak. The Chiefs are not going to lose. There's no way they're going to lose this game. Now, eight and a half is a big number. They may not cover, but I would think they do. I, I'll take the Chiefs here. They're, the Chiefs are really have had some real issues with their offense, their receivers, obviously, especially these last couple games. Uh, but but I love them to beat the Patriots here. I mean, the Patriots are still awful. It came out this week, Belichick, the r- rumors are Belichick, they're moving on from him after the year, which is wild. Uh, every dog has his day. Everyone, you know, it all ends eventually. Um, so I'll take the Chiefs here, minus the eight and a half on the road. I think this is a big bounce back spot for them. Yeah, that's a crazy rumor I saw uh, floating around. I don't know how this is all going to go down, but I at least respect them letting it ride out, you know? And, like, something, some coaches deserve it. And Belichick, definitely one of the coaches that definitely deserve it. Um, others, like a certain coach that we're watching right now, probably don't deserve the ride out. Some of these players look like they're losing their just trust in humanity every play of the game as they're losing 21 to zero to the Raiders. I mean, shout out coach Pierce. It looks like he got himself a job. I hope for next season, but um, anyways, yeah, back to the, to the challenge at hand, the chiefs and Pats already joked about how variable would be going up there, but he looked like he's pretty, he's doing pretty good. So chances are that's not going to happen. Uh, Local local Pats fan in our group chat say that they want the Lions offensive coordinator. They're looking good, but the way the Lions job, the Lions are playing right now, the job's not finished. Are you sure he's going to be available? So, yeah. Um, that's just some fun talk for that little rumor mill thing that I thought about for the bill for Belichick. Um, oof, eight and a half points, though. Chiefs struggling. Shouldn't be a problem, you think. Right, Colby? But these receivers are god-awful, man. I mean, you know Belichick's just sitting there like, okay, look, if all I got to do is make Mahomes throw it to these piss-poor receivers, I, 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 I mean, all he has to do is take away Kelsey and Pacheco or whoever's the running back at the time, and then we might have ourselves a game, Cole. So, uh, dare I say it, dare I say it, as you muted yourself once again, dare <laughs> I say it. It's it's possible. Pats do still have a very good defense. That's the one thing that Belichick still has. It's zappy hour, Colby. Give me the Pats plus eight and a half. Wow. For the cover. Give me for the cover. It's weird times in Kansas City. Wow. I'm not saying the Chiefs lose. I'm just saying for a cover. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Eight and a half is a big number. That's I. That's not crazy. Okay. NFC. Commanders Rams in Los Angeles. Rams six and a half point favorites. I mean, the Commanders, I can't believe you talked about Staley. I can't believe Ron Rivera hasn't gotten fired yet. I mean, they've just fallen apart. They seem like they've broken down and given up. 
The Rams, meanwhile, playing a lot better lately. They lost that heartbreaker in OT against the Ravens, but I mean, Lamar never loses to the NFC, and they at least covered against him. Um, Stafford's been cooking. He's looked very good. Uh, Nakua is excellent. Um, we've talked about the last few times about how impressive we've been with Sean McVay. I, I love the Rams here. I think, if I had to guess, I think the Rams will have a pretty good chance to get into one of those wild card spots. We'll see. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be them, the Packers, Seahawks, Vikings uh, for two spots. We'll see how it plays out. But the Rams, they've had some tough games lately. They got to win this one. So I'll take the Rams. I'll swallow the points. Um, it's more points than I would like. But uh, the Commanders, it seems like they've kind of given up. So I'll take the Rams. Yeah. Um, I feel like this would be a moment where Christian would be like, this is a quick and easy one. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say a couple, a couple of flowers for the commanders. A, Sam Howell. He's just letting it rip, man. I mean, it's probably the only thing that the, the Rams are going to be concerned about. But besides the fact that he is still one of the most sacked quarterbacks of the season, Aaron Donald's probably waiting the feast on the Rams defensive side. Um, I expect the Rams offense to torch this Washington defense. Can the commanders keep up? Maybe. I, I, it would be a fun game if they could. I mean, there's a chance that they can keep this game interesting. But at the end of the day, I have said it before, if Stafford's the one that's going to be – if this is going to be a shootout showdown, it's going to be the vet versus the rookie in it versus the kid, give me the old sheriff, give me Matthew Stafford in this shootout shoot, showdown. Oh. The old sheriff, I like that. Yeah, Stafford. I guess he is kind of he is kind of the elder statesman of the of the NFC of the quarterbacks now, isn't he? Because Rodgers is hurt, Brady's gone. Kirk's hurt. Yeah, well, he's older than Kirk, anyways. So I, I guess, think so. But I guess, <laughs> I guess he is kind of like the old man, the leader of the vets. Happy for him. He's Not to mention that you know Stafford, gunslinging quarterback when he was young. He might be looking at a young reflection of himself, you know? He's like, ah, I remember when I used to play for it. I remember when I used to play for a cursed franchise when I used to be chased around nonstop. You'll get through it, kid. You'll get through it. And this is the game where he has to. I'll get through it or not, but that's a nice attitude to have. I mean, we never thought Sam Matthew Stafford would find a way to get out, but he did. And look where I'm now. Look at him now. So. But uh, yeah, give me give me the Rams as well. I also, I mean, Stafford's was always very good, to good to very good. I think, but okay, biggest line of the day or of the weekend, Niners cards in Arizona. It's twelve and a half. The Niners are twelve and a half point road favorites. I mean, I'd probably go up to fifteen and a half. So I'll I'll take the Niners. They're rolling. They look like the best team in the league. Party's cooking it up. Uh and the Cardinals are just not very good. The Cardinals are off a bye, I believe, um, after beating Pittsburgh. But, I mean, this is that's a tall ask. Could they maybe squeak out a cover? It's possible. Uh, but I like the Niners to roll here. Yeah, uh, this one for me is even with the bye, I would love to give John Gannon the credit. But right now, this just seems like too much of a mountain of a task. For him to overcome uh the 49ers just i feel like they're just that complete of a team um do i i have more to i have a little more faith in the commanders going up against the rams than i do the cardinals going up against the 49ers and this line literally says it just like that so i mean it's double 
And I feel like it's almost similar situations. Like, can't Kyler keep up? No. There's no chance he probably keeps up in this game. Not with his weapons. Um, And this might be one of those games where Brock Purdy can just pad on to the stat, man, and prove his case a little bit more. Add more pressure to this MVP case, to the other guys. I feel like that's what it is right now. He's just playing. I feel like everyone has him listed as the the bad guy to win the MVP. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's I feel like it's not it's not a, it's not a it's not the it's not the end of the world. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if the MVP went to Brock or it, Dak wow. or Lamar or whoever it may be. Well, that's a good segue to the next game, as you mentioned, the aforementioned. Zachary Prescott. Currently, I would say right now he's the MVP. I believe he's the favorite as well. Um, Cowboys off their big smacking of the Eagles into Buffalo. Another suspect line. Very suspect line. Bills are a point and a half favorite at home against Dallas. Um, The Bills have been so up and down to me. This is a weird line. Um, I'm taking Dallas, though. Dallas is on a roll. They're a much better team, I think, just overall. Buffalo, I'm sure will I'm sure will be a close game. Buffalo will hang around, but I don't think that I don't think they're gonna beat Dallas, man. Dallas is just rolling right now. Dak has been on a tear. Um so give me the Cowboys here. I, I think they, they can win in Buffalo, despite the cold. Oh man, this is gonna be a fun game. Uh <laughs> Look, I'm trying to write down all these things. I'm writing down Christian's locks and picks and everything. And just as we get to this game, this is actually one of Christian's locks. So you would think, do we have a potential for squad right here? Well, in fact, even before Colby even spoke, we did not. Uh, I am going to be the one to go with the Bills on this one. I really do like the Bills here. They're still on the hot streak at home. Everything against the wall still. Stephon Diggs, you used you were supposed to play your brother on this game, but instead he's out here tweeting for you, your displeasement for your own team. And never since then, you only what muster twenty yards a week, I think it is, or something like that. Been a so, he hasn't had his best year. Yeah, and the most important thing is though, Josh Allen has somehow adapted and overcame. And they've gotten some good wins these last couple of weeks, or at least gotten some good quality games. So I would like to believe the Bills here still oppressed against the wall, still at the bottom of this seven and six hunt or whatever it is that they're in. I keep forgetting the magic number. But, um, yeah, I I, I think they got to keep themselves in it, man. And the Cowboys, it breaks my heart to do it to them, but. I'll take I'll take the Bills' favorite. I feel like this is gonna be an easy slap in the face, but at the same time, it could be electric if we come back here on Tuesday and the Bills have pulled this off. If they, yeah, I mean, if they do, they're very much right there for the AFC playoff race for one of those wild card spots. They could certainly get it. <laughs> I will say the one thing that concerns me is Josh Allen's con- uh, turnovers. Against the Cowboys, yeah, that's a number that uh that will probably be very pet. That'll be I'll probably even bet on. <laughs> no, yeah, I could see that causing some problems for the Bills with uh, Mike Parsons chasing him around. All right, primetime games, very good primetime games this week, very very good game, best game of the weekend, easily, easily, 
Sunday night football. Ravens in Jacksonville. Number one seed right now, Baltimore. Jags eight and five. Coming off the Cleveland loss where Trevor was hobbled and thrown picks. You think he should be a little better this week. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites in Jacksonville. And I love the Jags for a bounce back here. I think this is a get right game for Trevor. I still think the Jags are good. I still think they can be very dangerous come playoffs. It's crazy that Trevor never even missed the game with that injury. Um, I can't believe he was already back out there last week. And I expect him to look a lot better this week because he's clearly hobbled. Um, I like the Jags getting points at home here. That this feels I, – I think the line should be a little closer. Getting the extra half point plus the field goal at home. And the Jags beat them last year with Lamar. I, I like the Jags to get this win here. Yes, yes. The Jags may have beaten the Ravens with Lamar. But Lamar, once again, last time was playing with a lot less weapons. Now, it's looking a little more refurbished. Yes, no Mark Andrews still. But Isaiah likely playing very well. Uh, playing very good, actually. I mean, I had him on fantasy. He played pretty solid for me. Um, I'm taking the Ravens here. I, I, I really like the spot that they're in. They're playing for that one seed. They have a chance to potentially shake up this playoff picture and everything. Of course, then the, the topic turns into, can they actually win the playoff game? That That's always going to be the debate when it comes to the Ravens, especially if they get this one seed. I hate to do it to <laughs> I Oh, hate to do it to Christian. But I'll tell you right now that I'll probably be saying it with a smile on my face. Like, well, do you think you're going to win that one? Do you want, are you going to win that <laughs> first game? Do you think you can do it? Like, it's going to be a fun talk. But uh, I think right now, though, the most important thing is them separating themselves from all that kerfuffle and everything. And they got, I think, was it a game or two separating them? So if they win this, especially against, you know, a current division leader could lead to some uh to some like i said shaping up a playoff picture sooner than later yeah no i mean if they if they get this win you're right that that puts them right there in, in the driver's seat for the one spot i mean they already are but it's gonna be they're gonna be sitting pretty if they get this win uh over jacksonville the jags also like they still have the texans and colts right there on their tail uh if they lose this one so this is a big game for them as well yeah but I mean, after the after the look that we gave uh, down the line here, looks like they, in my opinion, looks like they can afford this loss this week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I still depends on the Titans. I'm concerned about the Titans. If I was one, if there was one AFC South team that the Jags should worry about, it's probably the Titans. So I think they still got to play them. That's the that's the little kicker there. Uh, I think they play the Titans one more time. They already swept the Colts, and uh, they split with Houston. So that's that's where they're at there. All right, last yeah. game. Ready? Yeah. Monday night football in Seattle. Two teams, two bird teams that are reeling in various ways. Eagles at Seahawks. Eagles three-point favorites on the road. Eagles have obviously gotten cooked by the Niners in Dallas two straight weeks and lost their luster and their spots atop of everyone's power rankings. Uh, and the Seahawks have had a brutal schedule. They, they used to be six and four. They're now six and seven free falling. They might not make the playoffs. And I got to tell you, this is a rough spot for a man <laughs> to face an Eagles team. That's coming off two bad losses like this. That's really going to be dead. Bounce back. 
and I really like the Eagles here. The Seahawks, I just don't know that they have it this year. This was a gauntlet stretch, and it got to them. Uh, I can't see the Eagles losing three in a row after how embarrassed they've been the last two games. Um, this is not nearly as good of a team as they've been playing. So I like Philly here, minus the three on the road. Uh, but it should be a high-scoring game because their defense is awful, the Eagles. That's the one Achilles here. Yeah, and you know who had a great game against a very good defense despite the loss? Your guy, Colby. Drew Locke. Yeah, he threw some picks, but other than that, he was good. Yeah. Folks, that was this is Drew Locke was Colby's that's Colby's like one favorite random quarterback. Like he's all right. He's well, okay. I think a lot of him after he was bad. But yeah, I, well, of I course. him when he was coming out. I loved him yeah. coming out of Missouri. You got, you see, that's what I'm saying. You got to stick with them, man. Even if they do bad, it's like, hey, when they have their moments, it's like, it's exciting, you know? And he had, it was against the 49ers defense, you know? So it's, you already know what, like what we said about them earlier, it's a mountain of a challenge when you see them as a whole unit in general. So, I mean, their key target, it wasn't even the mess with Drew Lux, the mess with his receiver, DK Metcalf, man. So, and I think DK Metcalf is looking for a big game against these aging corners or a struggling secondary, however you want to call it. Because I'm pretty, I don't know what their safety position is looking like. He's he got hurt last game against the Cowboys, so it's going to be an interesting spot for the Eagles for sure. But I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks at home, season on the line, Pete Carroll. Had a chance to witness on prime time how to beat these Eagles through the Cowboys. Maybe he can come up with something on his own. I'll take the Seattle Seahawks here, man. All right, there you go. Seahawks plus three on the, another upset underdog. Um, that is the week 15 slate. Almost we're closing in on the end of the season, Jalen. Christmas week. No. Next time we're picking games will be for Christmas, the Christmas week. Which is wild. That's tragic. I know it, it, it's it's wild. We're almost at the end of the season. What a what an interesting season it has been. Everyone's been saying it's been a very odd one, just due to injuries. But I mean, we've seen some consistency as well. I mean, let's be real. We've seen the 49ers stick, stick through it. Oh yeah, there's uh, some very good teams at the top. There's the just Steelers like, and Vikings leagues on backups though at quarterback. That's the main thing. Almost half the teams have backup quarterbacks. Or starters are playing like backup quarterbacks, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, well, we've had some good times, you know? We went through the Matt Canada era and finished it, you know? Finished – we've seen uh, the new beginning of the Vikings. The Ravens <laughs> are still looking good. I mean, we're seeing possibly the end of the Staley era. I mean, God, we had no – I would say so This is good. I, this just looks demoralizing if you're the Chargers. Like, I, if I was the owner, is there a way for me to just pull my team off the field? Dude, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is like watching, like, Alabama play Vanderbilt. And this is, and the Raiders are not even good, and they're just dominating in every facet. Yeah, they're playing them. That is exactly wow. how it is, too. It look, it's looking like an unfair college football game. Yeah, because the Raiders are just stripping it out of their hands. It's it's just, oh, right man. Right down the field. Aiden O'Connell is picking them apart. <laughs> yeah, well, after the game that they remember, they got goose egged last week. So uh, <laughs> this is uh, is Aiden O'Connell. Is he considered a member of the Jalen's uh, quarterback? He's been, a, he's he's been considered. Player. He's been considered. Remember, I loved him since preseason. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, I guess he's in there. He, he's yeah. not. Bad. He might be the second best one in there after Minshew. 
you got to see what Nick Mullins can cook up here. You know, he he is back. So. Sure. Okay. All right. Now we'll get to the good stuff here uh, before we finish out strong. Um, so before we get into the picks, Christian does have a do list for us, correct? Even though he's absent. Sir, we got a do's list. Okay, so I'm thinking I'm gonna try and see. I'm gonna act like I'm uh I'm thinking through Christian's mind. Okay. Why? Right. I'm see I'm why. I'm act like I know how he picked these picks. Okay. Okay. So the first one he went off of was King Henry. And now this is a Titans player for those of you. It's Derrick Henry. Um, he got an easy touchdown, so he's right there with us, I believe, with the Titans steamrolling the Texans. I feel like he thinks that their Titans are going to do what they usually do with consistent play and just get the job done. And in order for that to happen, Derrick Henry needs to score. So who needs to get who's due? Derrick Henry. I like it. Um, Tony Pollard. Oh, okay. Back on the list. Wow. Yeah, this is, in my opinion, this is a controversial pick for me because I think this man should be a little bit more on the blacklist than he is on the blacklist before. He's messed it up several times this year. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I'll respect out of dude. Yeah, there he is right there. Week 11. Tony Pollard. Um, hate to keep bringing these up to you, Christian, if you ever hear this. Uh, oh, week eight. Week eight, Tony Pollard. Week nine, Tony Pollard. Week nine, week eight. Uh, week 11, week 15. Tony Pollard is a very, very due man that we have been trying to find, it seems like. So I feel like just to get the itch off his, off his back, he needs Tony Pollard to score. If anything, it's not that Tony Pollard's due. It's the fact that Christian has had this man on the dues list so many times that I think it is due. So <laughs> week 15, this has to be the time, right? I think this is where it, I think this is the time. He's got to go on the blacklist if he doesn't get it, if he doesn't score. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. everyone, make sure you give Christian a hard time about Tony Pollard. Keep being on the dues list. If he doesn't score. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is the reason why I created the blacklist was for Tony Pollard and Travis Kelsey, who, by the way, is having career drops this season. It's going to be a great talk when we come back. Um, and then there's Puka Nakua, someone much less controversial, a very fun pick. Um Honestly, no thought needed on this one. Like growing up against a very open commander's defense. Puka and Cooper Cup. Oh, God, I can't speak. Um, They're going to go off. I think this is going to be a fun game for them. Hopefully a field day and good weather, hopefully, too. So that way we can see these guys pop off. So, yeah. Dues list one more time. King Henry, Tony Pollard, and Puka Nakua. All right. There are dues. Here we go, Jalen. Let's, let's hit the good stuff. Big week. Oh, yeah. Let me get a quick drink of this water. <laughs> big big week of picks. Here we go. Big week. As I get another fantasy update that order. Aiden O'Connell is just – Aiden O'Connell is going to give – he's going to give Brandon Staley nightmares. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I, think I, think, I don't know how you let Brandon Staley uh, get back on the the half. They, yeah, I didn't say like this. Well, taking a plane actually. L.A. to Vegas is probably not even that far, right? You probably didn't even need to take. I mean, that would be one I very think. awkward bus ride. I'm sure, they probably took a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, very one very awkward bus ride. Um, <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the locks, folks, let's get to the good stuff. We're gonna got we got our upsets and statements. 
Um, Colby, let's see. I'm gonna do, let's take a quick glance on how we did last week for upsets. You had the Bucks. You went double down on the Bucks, Colby, and got that right. Sure. And I went with the Bears and got that okay, right. Okay, there we go. So, and I went with a statement game of Bucks winning the game. So there's that one correct. <laughs> and you went Dallas, and that was definitely a statement. We go. So. I would like to say this is one of our more consistent segments, folks. Um, I'm very proud of it. Colby, who do you got for your upset, man? All right. I'm about to shed a tear. I'll go quick because I had this one picked out looking through the lines. I'll go the Jaguars over the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. I really think the Jags. I just got a feeling, man. I like the Jags in that spot. So I'll take Jacksonville as my upset. Oh, okay. Now he's starting. Now he's starting to play with fire here. I like it. I like it. You're, you're starting to play with some fire. This is a big team name that you're playing with here. Um, big spots, big spots everywhere for some of these guys. Um, but if there's one team that I like the most to cover any of these lines as an underdog, it will be. It'll be my Minnesota Vikings. I, I actually really do like my Vikings as a three here. Um, three points, even though it is at Cincinnati and we struggled offensively. Guys, Nick Mullins only played like a quarter, half of that, if that. Now, he'll get a full game. Uh, it's going to be a different offense probably in whole because he's not as mobile as Josh Dobbs. But I think it'll be also a little bit more uh, consistently thorough. So give me the Vikings okay. through that through that three-point covered. And for my statement game, <clears throat> Colby, it's an easy statement game for me. Oh, very easy. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the goddamn oh. Packers. Give me the Bucks over oh. the Packers as a statement victory as they keep pushing forward for the NFC South title three times in a row with now they're going to get it one time with Baker. Maybe he found himself home. I don't think the coach has, but it's, it's it, the job is it's, uh, it's ugly how they're getting it done, but it's going to be, I think it's just, it can't be as ugly as what the Packers have done. So give me the Bucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, my statement game, I will go with um tough week for pick statement game. Uh, I'll go with um. Hmm. I mean, I guess Cleveland would be my statement game. Just that they actually no no scratch that. I'll say the Rams. Rams statement game that they their statement being. They're going to cook Washington and be like, oh, the Rams actually might be the most dangerous wild card in the NFC if they get in. They might be the team no one wants to see. I'll go Rams statement game. Cool. I, I mean, that's a good one. I mean, the Rams, that's what everyone's saying. They're the team that no one wants to see. But we keep forgetting the team was made of duct tape. Like, they duct taped this team at the beginning of the year. It can always fall apart. That's that. Yeah. As long as they got the, as long as it's held, as long as it's holding together, that's all that matters. Um, it's all that matters. Okay, so for the locks, Colby, here are Christian's three locks. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll get them jotted down. First place, hot, hottest man in in the locks. 
Yeah, and it's quite unfair that he gets the first pick. But uh, <laughs> I'll save my complaints pick. for later. Um, yeah. We got the Chiefs. He went Chiefs plus eight and a half. I mean, minus eight and a half. Sorry, minus eight and a half. Read that real backwards. Uh, Cowboys plus one and a half. And the Browns. He is on the Flacco ah, Renaissance. Browns again. Minus two and a half. You know he's going to. If he can't take his Ravens and confidentiality, he will take his Flacco. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, you are in second place, Colby. So you can uh, you can just go and uh, I'll, I'll let you go. You know what? Since oh, we already landed the first, first place guy, no, the first place guy is already going first. You will let the second place guy go second. All right, uh, maybe maybe this is the kind of thing I need to get back on back on track. I need less <laughs> options. You know, I need a I need a I need a smaller field to work with. So, okay, it, show me what you got, Cole. What do you got? All right, um. I'll go. Well, the Browns would have been my first pick. Full disclosure. Um, I'll double down. Give me the Steelers plus one and a half. They gotta. They gotta beat the Colts here, man. Come on. This is what. This is what they do. They're a slight underdog. I'll take Pittsburgh. If they don't. If they don't come through for me here, I might not pick them any times at all. The last four weeks. <laughs> Oh man, I I feel that. That's how I feel about that Vikings upset pick, honestly. Um, because I don't really like to throw them in on the on those ones. I like to go homer. But uh, for my first rate first lock, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. They burned me on a big spread, but they got the win. This could be the same thing here. I mean, it was just like a very large spread. I mean, it was unfair. It was like seven and a half, eight and a half. They got the touchdown at the end. We almost had it, folks. So, give me the Ravens. All right. Um, and for my second one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's see. Second one I want. <clears throat> I didn't put them down last week. I didn't believe in them last week because of the Bears having a good time and they should have beaten them. Maybe this is the time where they wake up finally. It's a primetime game on Saturday at your house. And give me the Lions Four and a half point home favorites. Oh. I'll take the Lions. All right, Lions minus four and a half. Um, let me get. I mean, I I can't quit them. Give me the Packers minus three and a half over Tampa. I like Green Bay in this spot, man. I really do. Jordan Love, he's gonna cook it up. Uh, and then for my last one, I will give you I will give you a challenge for the last one, and I'll double down again and take Jacksonville plus the three, plus the three and a half. Ooh. All right, last one. What are you feeling? Okay, okay. Uh, I was about to say I'm looking at the list here. I got some fun challenges. It's the reason why I picked a little bit against you, so I, just in case I need to do a fun challenge. Um, fun fact, our squad ride is the Browns. The only pick, only thanks to Christian, the mo- only squad wide <laughs> we have this week is the Browns. Oh boy. So, um, Flacco songs all the way. Um, ooh, tough one, tough one. I want to do a rival. I want to do a challenge as well. I really do. Double challenge. Oh, it's a tough 
it's a tough challenge here. Hang on, hang on. I got to think of which one I want to choose. I know, I know, I know. It usually on a closer clock, but uh, oh, this is a tough one, folks. <laughs> Gonna live in the moment. I'm okay. already down big. How else do you challenge the top man without challenging his pick? Give me the Bills. Ooh. I'll take the Bills over the Cowboys. Oh. Minus one and a half. That. That is going to be something to come in on on a Thursday right there. I'm just going to double down on it. <laughs> I've said it earlier. That is going to be the one where oof, if we if they pull it off, we'll be having a lot to say. So I got that's Those are my locks, Cole. What do you, you want to do the recap for us? Yeah, I'll do the recap before we, we finish up here. We got almost six minutes left. Um, all right, so I'm on the Steelers plus one and a half, Packers minus three and a half, Jags plus three and a half. You're going all favorites this week. You got the Ravens minus three and a half, Lions minus four and a half, Bills minus one and a half, Christian on the Chiefs minus eight and a half, Dallas plus one and a half, and the Browns minus two and a half. That is our week 15 picks, and we will see who does the best. Yes, uh, that, that was a pretty good little slate there. I mean, yeah, Getting closer bad. to the playoff push, every some of these games are just. I feel like all those six and sevens are just. That's why it's so gross, you know. Um, well, we got a few minutes. Do you want? Let's see if we can make a little quick, little fun segment, Colby. Oh, okay. Speed can, segment. Let's hear it. Speed segment. Let's go to the go into the standings. Looking at all these seven and six teams, right? A lot of them. There's a lot. Yeah, ready. We got the Steelers, Colts, Texans, Broncos, Bengals. And Bills, those are just the AFC ones, folks. Um, Colby, of course, you're going to have your biasy as strong as you want. But before we go into final thoughts, give me your two AFC Ooh, seven and six. Who are your two? Oh, that's good. Oh man, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and go through everyone's schedule. That's going to be the biggest factor. Um, off the top of my head, I'll just say. I I mean, I don't feel great about Pittsburgh with Mitch. So I actually – I'll say Denver. I actually think Denver is probably going to squeak in the way they've looked. Ooh. I'll say Denver and the Texans. If they can get – as long as Stroud is, is good to go post this injury. Because um, I don't feel good about Mitch, man. He's bad. Uh, for me personally – I'm as as you heard, folks. I'm big on the Bills this week, so I'm going with the Bills, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Colts. Actually, I feel like that would be a fun story as well. Yeah. Broncos. I I understand the Broncos as well. They've been playing really good football as late, so I would not be surprised if they overcame overcame the what's it called the Colts. All right. So now that was a little quick fun segment. Hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> As yeah, we killed some very time. quick. But <laughs> that was fun. I'm glad. It, uh, yeah, sorry. We went a little longer than I thought we would on other stuff, but that was good. <laughs> hey, it is what it is because guess what? It is now time for our final thoughts. Oh, go ahead, man. Let's right. take this away. Yeah. So since we didn't get to uh, hopefully Tuesday, we'll, we'll be good to hopefully we'll go again next Tuesday. We'll get to talk more basketball a little more in depth. Uh, it's heating up. I'll go to the NBA. I'm actually not going to reference the Giannis thing or the Draymond suspension again for being a ridiculous person. But uh, because of all that was going on, the thing that got overshadowed last night, Jalen, 
the Suns' big three finally played together for the first time. <laughs> it only took 20 for them to play together once, and they lost to Brooklyn. They got Katie <laughs> got revenge games by the Nets. The Nets had a franchise-wide revenge game, and Mikhail Bridges had a revenge game against Phoenix. They went in there, and they spoiled the debut of the big three. So shout-out to the Nets, who are pretty scrappy. Um, they're a slightly above 500 team playing the Nuggets right now, actually. But had to, since I've been making fun of them, had to mention that they did play their first game together, uh, and they lost to Brooklyn, which is pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay, hang on. I thought I had a sneeze there. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, that is, I saw that. That is hilarious. Um, the NBA, a lot of things going on there. Uh, one thing that also has been swept under the rug, though, I usually don't like to bring him to, uh, to the light as much. But this man has a long season ahead. John Morant does return oh. to the court this week. That's right. We, yeah. So that's my final thought. I'm I'm already thinking. How is the perception of John Morant going to be received when he comes back and everything? How is he going to bounce back? How is this Grizzlies team going to react? Are they going to be the same Grizzlies that we know, or was it really Dylan Brooks Grizzlies? That's something that I like to poke fun at, but it could be true at this rate. It also could be true. So, I mean. It's a lot of things that can be up in the air. That's how much the NBA is. It's cooking up a lot of stuff. Never know a lot of it is. What is it? I said you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. And we're here we are in the NFL where the Raiders are up 28-0 on Thursday night football. And you know what? Sometimes there's some good stuff. There's some bad stuff. But today, hopefully, we got you some good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.